0: Welcome to the Mile High Bite Show, your home for clips, news, bloopers, and more from the Mile High Flight Show team. We've got some more week one reactions for you guys today with your host, Enrique Cisneros. Let's get right into it. All right, guys. So I want to talk about a few things from week one. Uh, Obviously, I got to talk about the chats. So going into the opening week I especially playing against Baltimore I knew that it was gonna be a tough game um now I had my hopes up a little bit more uh because you know they're starting tackle Ronnie Staley was out of the game um so you know with having Carl Lawson and John Franklin Myers um I was very excited that you know we might have a um you know, an upper hand in regards to our edge rushers going against, uh, Jawan James, who's the, the Ravens backup tackle who also got hurt, uh, in the, uh, opening, uh, week one game. So the Ravens were down to their third string tackle. And so that was something that I felt like could be favorable for us in the game. Um, you know, just a couple takeaways immediately. One, Lamar Jackson looked great. Um, and whoever the fuck Devin Dubernay is was also playing out of his mind. Um, now I will I will say this: I was relatively upset um, on that opening touchdown to Dubernay. Um, that was on Bryce Hall. Um, but looking back at it, uh, you go back and you look at, you know, the play itself, uh, Bryce Hall was all over him. And then also, um, you know, the stats back it up. I think uh, I read somewhere that that, that specific play uh, had point eleven yards of, you know, separation, which is, you know, like the shortest. Um, it might th- I think it said it was the shortest of – any touchdown allowed uh in week one but you know don't quote me on that um otherwise um let's see is there any other takeaways for the ravens their defense played great uh got great pressure uh throughout the whole game um their rookie center um played great um Kyle Hamilton was all over the field. It was good to see uh, him playing. It was good to see Patrick Queen playing. Uh, all in all, it was just good Good to have Jets football, um, even though we did lose. Uh, but the Ravens played great. Shout out to the Ravens. Uh, kudos to Lamar Jackson and, um, you know, all those guys over there in Baltimore. Um, uh, you know, obviously uh, Ryan's a, a part-time Ravens fan, so um, I don't know how happy he was that they necessarily blew us out of the water like that. But, um, you know, it's all, it's all fair and love and war, baby. So, um, ultimately some struggles that I saw the jets have obviously offensively, uh, Joe Flacco really struggled. Uh, we threw the ball 59 times. Um, there was few times that we were able to find success in the passing game, and it was uh, in the second half for sure. Um, there was one specific drive uh, in the fourth quarter where we were, you know, although the Ravens were playing prevent defense we were driving the ball. Um, you know, guys were making catches. Um, you know, Corey Davis was making catches. Uh, the rookie, um, Garrett Wilson, played out of his mind. Um, I think he had four catches for 52 yards. Played out of his mind. Played absolutely out of his mind. Uh, he was juking guys. He was very shifty. He was very dynamic. Uh, brought a lot of energy to the offense, which I love to see, especially from a rookie. Um, and it looked like Joe Flacco was comfortable going to him um, throughout the game. Um, so if you know Flacco is going to remain the starter, which in my opinion, he probably should um, unless... I think we have a good chance of beating the Browns. Would they, they're now, don't get me wrong, they did just beat up on the Panthers and Baker Mayfield uh, to deny Baker his revenge game and him grabbing on his balls. But, um, you know, I just think that the, the offensive game plan for the Browns is probably going to be run the ball. And I think that the Jets' defense has shown, um, at least in this first week, and you know, even dating back to last year, and we have improved players and guys that are coming back from injury from last year. Um, Quinn and Williams, you know, our interior defensive lineman, the stud from Alabama, um, he was ranked the number one defensive lineman this week um, in all of the NFL. And there's another guy by the name of Aaron Donald uh, that plays in the NFL as well. So when Quinn Williams is uh, ranked above, and he's ranked number one defensive line, interior defensive lineman in the NFL for this week. I think we have a decent chance of stopping the run. Now, is Jacoby Brissett going to be able to throw on us? Uh, maybe, but I think that uh, the defense played great. I think. Uh, the defense played absolutely great. Um, Obviously, um, you know, we have to have the offensive side of the ball as well to counter that, and, you know, when the defense is able to get stops, we have to be able to go score points. So that was the biggest problem that we had. We just had no offensive rhythm. Um, You know, sometimes it just... I mean, being a Jets fan, you're kind of used to, you know, seeing three and outs. But sometimes it just felt like we would have an opportunity to possibly, you know, get some momentum, take some momentum back in the game, and we would just fall flat. Um, I thought Michael Carter, of the two running backs, I thought Michael Carter passed the eye test for me more than Brees Hall did, uh, which is surprising. Obviously, Brees Hall came into training camp, came into, um, you know, the offseason uh, with lots of hype, you know, being the running, number one running back coming out of the draft this year, and the Jets were able to trade up and snag him in the second round. Um, I still have a lot of hope for Brees Hall. Obviously, this is his first NFL game period, so I'm not sure if there was nerves there. I'm not sure, you know, just whatever it is. Um, it was his first NFL game period, so I'm not going to hold anything against him. But Michael Carter passed the eye test for me just a bit more. He he was dynamic. He, he broke off that long run. Um, you know, he was shifty. He was a downhill runner. Obviously, Brees Hall had a fumble in the game. Um you know, and I don't have their stats pulled up in front of me right now, so I can't necessarily tell you which one had more of an impact stat-wise. But I know Michael Carter had that huge run. Um, you know, that gave the Jets some some momentum, and um, just you know, obviously, we just it's nice to see some of these pieces working. You know what I mean? And you know, our coach Robert Sala said it, said it best. Um, we lost, we didn't get beat, and I think that's. Uh, he said there's a difference, and I and you know. Being a Jets fan, I have to like to believe that there is a difference, and I think with this loss to the Ravens, I think there is a difference. I think that our defense kept us in it enough to where if we had possibly Zach Wilson, hopefully Zach Wilson, and, you know, by week four, we will have Zach Wilson. Um, You know, I think if our defense played the way it did against – you know the rest of the the rest of the teams on our schedule um and zach wilson has a bit more success which i think he will than joe flacco um i could see us scoring points i could see us being in games you know like we did lose pretty badly to the ravens but we didn't lose like in, in embarrassing ways we lost because of the inability to score points you know, which obviously is our fault, and you know we have to take full responsibility for that, including uh, number 19, who is the starting quarterback right now, and that's Joe Flacco, and there's a reason why Joe Flacco is a backup quarterback. Um, so we have to recognize that, that we're playing without our starting quarterback, who, in my opinion, was the leader of the offseason in terms of getting his guys together and making every improvement that he could, By himself, taking full responsibility for the off season and um, what he wanted to put into the season, and it's very unfortunate that he gets hurt in the preseason, and um, we're going to be without him until week four. But I think until then, if we can just, you know, kind of hang out and, you know, if we can beat the Browns, I would love that. Um, You know, and and I think there's a decent chance that we beat the Browns. I think then we also have to play pittsburgh and cincinnati and we'll get to those guys in just a bit as well but back to the jets for a second um so back to our defense sauce gardner sauce gardner boy is the truth lockdown corner now obviously um you know there's gonna be a difference um playing some of these other wide receivers but um you know he had an amazing game um, very, very, very true to where and why we drafted this man. Um, you know, to lead our defense, to be a lockdown corner, to be just that number one guy. Um, and he he went out and showed that he defended a, a would be touchdown, and I thought it was a touchdown. Truthfully, when I saw the ball go up, uh, I thought it was a touchdown. To Mark Andrews, I saw Skiner caught up and was able to stop it. Didn't even look back. He just knew that you know he's played enough. He's played enough good uh, good corner. To know that, you know, uh, once Mark Andrews kind of put his hands up, that the ball was going to come. And, uh, yeah, Sauce was able to break it up and prevent a touchdown. Um, you know, Sauce Sauce played great. Uh, I was very impressed by Sauce. I was very impressed by our defense altogether, truthfully. Um, there wasn't really – I was very impressed by um, the secondary – Um, you know, this is a new secondary with Jordan Whitehead and Sauce Gardner, and, um, you know, there's a few stave overs, or stay overs from last year, um, you know, a la Bryce Hall and Michael Carter II, um, but all in all, um, everyone played great, um, I thought John Franklin Myers played great. Um, I was very impressed. Um, I was kind of low-key worried that he might fall off from last year and obviously this is just the first game and cross our fingers that JFM uh, is going to be a stud, Um, which I think he's showing that he's going to be a stud. Um, I I was worried that he might have a little bit of a fall off. Did not. Played great. Um, CJ Mosley went out there and played out of his mind against his former team. You know, showed them why uh, they should have paid paid the big bucks to keep him all those years ago, which was, I think it was like three years ago now. Um, he also restructured his contract so that way the Jets could get some more cap space. Um, so, you know, just always going out and showing that he's a true believer in the team and what the Jets are doing, um, which you know, if you really go back and you look at the tape and you really go back and you know football a little bit, I think you kinda of see that there the, the hope that the Jets had in the off season is still there. Like although we lost and we got blown out, um uh, and we only scored nine points offensively, you people, what people have to remember is we're not playing with our starting quarterback. And I'm gonna keep repeating that, and keep repeating that. Um but no, all in all I thought our defense played great. Um Yeah, I really can't complain at all about our defense. The only thing, let's see, um, tight ends played great. Uh, Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. Man, jumps off the screen. You know when Braxton Berrios has the ball for the New York Jets because um, he just gets right up the field. He's shifty. He's quick. Uh, he's electric, and I think that he needs to definitely get fed a bit more because he's a guy that can be a difference maker for, for the offense. Uh, especially, I think that Zach is going to look for him, especially in his return, because in all those pictures of Zach Wilson offseason, every single one, guess who's in there with him? That's right, Braxton Um You know, so I'm very much excited to see him. Um, to see him evolve more in this offense, I'm excited to see Tyler Conklin and C.J. Uzama evolve more of the offense. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm 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 excited to see Brees Hall, um, you know, get some more uh, attempts and get some more rushes, get some more carries. Um, you know, whether this was his first game jitters or not, um, you know, like I said, first NFL game. Um, you know, I I do think you have to ride the hot hand right now, and that's going to be Michael Carter um he had 10 attempts 60 yards you know he busted that big one for um 22 um you know and Brees hall six attempts uh 23 yards um so yeah you have to ride the uh the hot hand and if that's michael carter that's michael carter either way if you guys are running the ball who cares who's the starter um obviously joe flacco through four uh 307 um one touchdown one interception um 59 attempts you cannot that's not how you win you you can't win football games you can't throw the ball 59 times in the first week Um, I think Peyton Manning had said that actually so great Uh, otherwise Garrett Wilson Corey Davis Corey Davis was making tough catches he was the leading receiver on the day with 77 yards 6 receptions Um, but Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore both played outstanding Um, love to see Elijah Moore get involved into the game plan um just i I think he's an electric wide receiver and he's going to pair up so perfectly with Corey davis and garrett wilson but yeah uh, as far as if i'm going to give out some i guess game one awards um gotta go with michael carter i think that he was the most consistent piece of our offense um so he's going to get the first award uh after that gotta go garrett wilson uh just uh being a rookie, showing what he did uh, at Ohio State, which was an electric shifty wide receiver, uh, showing why he was the second wide receiver, took it off the board, Um, you know. And I don't even, I'm not sure, I don't think Drake London even played. So, you know, the best, um, I guess the best ability is availability in football, right? And if you're not out there to make plays, you cannot make them. Um, not duh but um so it was good to see the rookie out there um good to see him being shifty and um like just go go look at the highlight of him he's like jukes out two guys in a span of like five or six yards to get a first down um you know, just making guys miss you know uh, he's playing hard nose he's playing he's playing fast and for a rookie that's that's really nice and then um I would say. The last award probably has to go to uh, Mr. Sauce Gardner himself just for, you know, Ricky's, uh, Ricky Corner is a hard position to play in the NFL, to come out your first game um, and completely lock it down. I was completely proud of my boy. Um, I think he had one pass uh, completed on him, you know, completely, completely locked it down. So, um, yeah, shout out fucking Sauce Gardner for sure. Jermaine Johnson got a half a sack so all, all the first round rookies are showing out in the first game of the year which is exactly what you which is exactly what you want um let's see also real quick let me give a quick shout out to um the jets corner let me see let me just make sure i got his name right because i don't want to um yeah, so uh, our corner DJ Reed, new, newly acquired from the Seahawks, actually learned about the passing of his father um, just hours before the game. Uh, went out there, still gave it his all. Actually got an interception in the game, uh, kneeled down, um, you know, took a moment. Uh, a lot of fans were overreacting a bit about it just because we were losing, like it was like 24-3 to at the time, I think. Uh, but obviously sometimes, you know, things are more than football. You know, uh, you know, I love my father very close to him, um, and I can't imagine what it would be like not having him. Um, and so, yeah, um, you know, my condolences to DJ Reed, My condolences to his family. You know, prayers out and thoughts out to them. Uh, I'm glad he was able to make an impact on the game. Um, you know, I know he went out there and played emotional, uh, and it just, you know, hats off to him, and even more, uh, even more reason. Uh, why you gotta love the New York Jets and this team this year because you know I don't I don't necessarily know that I would go out and play a football game um after learning the passing of my father. Um, you know, his his father had suffered a, a long-time illness and, you know, finally succumbed to it, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, just again, thank you, uh, DJ, for going out there and giving it all and obviously making an impact on the game. And that's why we brought you over as a big-time free agent signing uh, for this team was for uh, leadership uh, that you displayed on Sunday and the playmaking ability that you displayed on Sunday. So, again... Shout out to you and your family. Uh, Thanks again. Um, Okay, so, you know, the Jets need to learn how to score. The Jets need to learn how to throw the ball less. And the Jets need to give Michael Carter more opportunities to run the ball. Um, I think that, you know, a little bit more. uh, I like the packages that we're using with all of our tight ends now because I think it kept the Ravens' defense off guard Um, because I have actually never seen the Jets' do a lot of the three tight end sets that they were doing Um, but ultimately we'll see what else Uh, but I would love to see the tight ends get a little bit more use oh excuse me Um, otherwise I would say defense just keep doing your thing you guys killed it Um, it's just you know you can only hold Lamar Jackson to you know, three and out so many times before he starts finding openings. Um, and whoever Devin DuBernay is, shout out to you because you caught two touchdowns on my team. So, um, anyways, so some other things um, from week one that I wanted to talk about as well was uh, I caught, so I shut the Jets game off. Sorry. Kill me about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been a Jets fan my whole life. I can shut a game off or two, okay? Eat me. Uh, but in all seriousness, I caught the end of the Bengals and Steelers game, which I'm so glad I did because it was crazy, 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 crazy. Um, you know, obviously Joe Burrow gets him in a hole a little bit. Had four turnovers in this game, um, and Bengal fans don't don't overreact. No one should overreact right now. Don't don't kill my boy. Don't say it was a one-off year or anything like that. Joe, cool is going to go right back to it. You saw how he brought that ass back. So, everyone, just take it easy. Um, no one knew Mitchell Trubisky was going to come out and play like Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was going to come out and play like Mitchell Trubisky. So, you know, everyone, just, it was a weird it was a weird first week. Um, but it was a great game. Uh, Jamar Chase, right back at it. Like, did not take a break from last year. Right back at it. Him and his connection with Joe Burrow, Right back at it. Obviously, they've been doing it for a long time together, um, and I again applaud the Bengals for going out and drafting Jamar to 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 pair up with Joe because the connection that they've had since college and the connection that they continue to display in the NFL is um, it's phenomenal. And it's it's by like the touchdown, um, you know, to get the game um, tied or yeah tied because they missed. The field goal or they missed the extra point to win. Uh, the touchdown, Jamar Chase, a little out route. Um, beautiful, perfectly timed. Jamar was gonna be the only one that could be there. Uh Joe was gonna be the only one that could get him there, get the ball there. Uh they just they just know the timing with each other. Uh and it's just it's just so cool to see that fall over because you know, not all the time do you get to play with your college quarter, your star college quarterback, or your star college wide receiver go to the nfl together on the same team B stars so it's cool to see that oh um shout out tj watt um unfortunately he got hurt uh week one um and he's he's a stud he's a stud uh stud of a player um definitely a guy that you want to get his jersey for sure um regardless of the team he plays for just because he is a stud uh he was out there making an impact actually injured himself trying to almost sack Joe burrow he was very very close hit him he kind of rolled over Joe Joe threw that ass off um, and I, I I called it I swear I called it as God is my witness I called it I because I could he, see TJ Watts mouth as he was coming off of the field and he was holding kind of like you know like that area between your like your peck and your shoulder and it looked like he mouthed that he tore his peck tore his pectoral Which was the uh, injury they ended up diagnosing him with, which he has gotten second and third opinions on. And it sounds, from what I uh, have heard, that he's not going to need surgery, but he is going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, If he does end up needing surgery, obviously he'll be out for the whole year. But if he's able to not get surgery, he'll be out six to eight weeks. Um, But it was a crazy game. He made a huge impact. So, um, you know, you never want to see guys get hurt regardless of the team that they play for. You just never want to see guys get hurt, especially guys that make such a huge impact on the game like T.J. Watt does. Oh, man, for the Steelers, like, he's the irreplaceable piece of your defense. You know who else is an irreplaceable piece of that defense, though? Minka Fitzpatrick. He was a star. He was everything that you paid him for t- today. This is why you pay guys. Like, because he made a huge impact on this game. Uh, interception, return for a touchdown. Uh, blocked. A, he blocked, literally, the game-winning kick uh, for, to keep the Bengals from going – ahead. So he like literally kind of won you the game. Uh, yeah, he's just he's an absolute stud. Played great all all day, uh, plays hard. Another one of those guys that you want to get his jersey regardless of who he plays for. So, um, you know, the fact that Steeler the Steelers have two of those guys and the offense didn't look bad either. Shout out to Najee Harris as well. Najee was dealing with a foot injury all off season. It seems like he reaggravated that. Um in Sunday's game so shout out Najee shout out TJ hopefully everything goes as best as they can and they can get back on the field immediately for the Steelers because you know just when your boy was counting out the Steelers here they are making some noise beating the Bengals in the first week uh, with Mitchell Trubisky playing decently I never thought that's it Um, now let's see what else what else Uh, Chargers and the Raiders the Chargers look legit Devontae Adams is legit and I guess this is like a three-team type of situation because in the same breath that you say Devontae Adams looks legit, you see like how the Raiders are geniuses for making that move uh, with him to pair him up with Derek Carr, a la Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. What did I just talk about? Um, you know, the two college former Fresno State Bulldogs, I believe. So you know uh Devante adams Derek carr showing that connection immediately uh Devante adams racked up 141 yards i believe uh 10 receptions so again my bad if i mess that up um but yeah played lights out Derek carr uh played great as well um i would l- i would have liked to see josh jacobs maybe get a little bit more you know like of a rhythm running um just so that way it just adds a little bit more of a balanced uh, attack. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, The Chargers, again, I'm going to double down on this after seeing them in week one. I think they're the best team in the AFC West. Um, I think the combination between Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa is going to be deadly. Uh, Derwin James was all over the field. Uh, Justin Herbert I just literally saw some, like, random news article on TV where someone said that Justin Herbert's already the best quarterback in the NFL. So um, do with that information as you will. I'm not saying that he is. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying he's damn good. And with him leading the Chargers, um, I really I find it super hard to believe that they're not the team to beat in the AFC West. Uh, they literally just beat the... The Raiders, who's also in the AFC West. Um, and the Chiefs looked great. The Chiefs looked really good, actually. But, surprisingly, the Cardinals looked terrible. So, you know, it's, it's hit or miss. It's the Chargers of the Chiefs. I'm going to love to see those two games. I cannot wait to see those two games. Um, the Chargers and the Chiefs are going to be lights out, dynamite games, just like they have been since Herbert and Mahomes start playing each other. Like... If you're a Chargers or a Chiefs fan, you guys are so. We're actually no. Besides those two teams, for being lucky to have such great quarterbacks, we're lucky that we get to see the battles like this because, you know, when I was growing up, I saw the Mannings and the Brady's and the Farves and the Rogers. Um, you know, I saw a lot of guys like that, um, and now, you know, as my kids are growing up, and then, you know, as an adult. I'm going to be able to see guys like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and, you know, last but not least, uh, Herbie, fully loaded, Justin Herbert, who I called. I called it. Ryan knows I called it. He was there. We were at work. I called it. Justin Herbert was going to be a stud coming out of Oregon. Called it. Everyone knows the story by now, though, so I won't get back into it, but I did call it. Um, so, yeah, I, I again... Chargers look legit, Raiders do look legit, uh, and then that third team in that that was evolved was the Packers because just as good as the what Devontae Adams and the Raiders pairing looks is equally as bad as the uh, Packers' wide receiver core and how they look without him. Um, what Who are we throwing to? Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb's on the team because he's boys with Aaron Rodgers. Sammy Watkins is on the team because they have literally no one else. Um, so, yeah, Aaron Rodgers literally lost to the Minnesota Vikings. And, like, got blown out by him. Justin Jefferson ate him up. There was no answer to Justin Jefferson at all. Um, Kirk Cousins being Kirk Cousins. Um, it's crazy it's just crazy that's a crazy game right there uh also another nfc north team i want to talk about two no i'm gonna talk about two of them okay first of all shout out to the chicago bears you guys did it justin fields you guys did it you guys beat a playoff contender from last year a team that i didn't think you guys could beat because you guys literally have no one on your team Um, you guys have Justin Fields, you guys have Equinius St. Brown, if that's how you say his name, if not, my bad, it's a crazy name though, um, exactly, I, I don't know, I don't know if I can name another, another Bears player, and I'm sorry, my bad on that, but, um, yeah. That, that proves my point even more you guys beat the san francisco 49ers uh who were hyped who had trey lance who you know trey lance was supposed to come over and take over jimmy g you know lead this new era in the, in the 49ers uh you know legion or you know uh quarterback room um with jimmy g on the sidelines watching um and yeah the chicago bears played lights out and won that game uh, in all that rain too you see how wet the field is there's real cool pictures of all the guys like sliding and doing all this cool stuff so um, yeah it was it was a wet nasty game and the Bears made it wet nasty and won uh, so shout out the Bears shout out the Lions they were getting that ass beat they came back and almost won the game against the Eagles um, shout out the Eagles for AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts that duo looks like it's going to work out great for them Titans look like they miss it. Titans look like they miss it. Um, Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, It's super unfortunate that Baker wasn't able to get that win over the Browns. Um, You know, but... You know, he did put up a fight. Did his best. Um, Panthers looked relatively decent. Um, You know, kind of leading that surge to uh, try to win the game there late at the end. Yeah. but otherwise i think you know a few other takeaways are you know kyler murray laid a dud in the opener um which i thought was going to be a really good game that was one of the ones i was actually looking forward to um you know obviously i was looking forward to the raider and the charger game much more because you know my nini is a raiders fan and you know my brother from another mother diego is a chargers fan so you know i love when um you know, I could have like my family and my friends when their teams play. I, it just adds a little bit more for me. You know, um, like me and Ryan. You know, not only do I play his Ravens, so I play his Broncos. My dad's Broncos. Everyone's Broncos. Uh, yeah, because we are in the Mile High City. So, but either way, um, yeah, the Cardinals laid a dud. That was very surprising. I was very surprised by that. And then the – oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs played great. George Karloftis is the truth. Um, I think George Karloftis is going to be a great, great player in the league. Um, he's got to get some sort of cool Greek-inspired name though, because he obviously can't do the Greek freak. So um, anything would be – anything would be legit. Um So I think he's going to be great. He was making plays, swatting down balls, getting pressure all game long. Um, And, yeah, I think he's going to make a a great edge defensive end uh, in the league for a long time. So the Chiefs look great. They look like they just reloaded. Juju Smith-Schuster looks all right. Patrick Mahomes looked good. Oh, Dak Prescott got hurt, which is very unfortunate for number four. Uh, I didn't know a lot about Dak before. But I watched a few episodes of the Cowboys, Hard Knocks, and I fell in love with his character, fell in love with the tenacity that he has. Um, you know, and regardless of what you want to say about the Cowboys or even Dak himself, uh, he's a great dude, works hard. And I, it, especially after when he, like, twisted his ankle to V60, he came back, had a great year last year, uh, led the Cowboys to a great, great record, and um, then he fractures his thumb in the first game um is going to be out probably eight weeks so it's going to get real tough down there in dallas but um yeah i mean i the cowboys have little to no hope um of making the playoffs this year after suffering that deck prescott blow but i mean oh the other thing we have to talk about we gotta talk about the broncos we gotta talk about the broncos because um what a crazy game I would have never. If, if you would have told me that the newly led Broncos with Russell Wilson were going to go to Seattle and play them at home and lose by a point, I would have not have believed you. Now, I was rooting against the Seahawks because the Seahawks were wearing those crazy lime green jerseys, but. Um, yeah, I just I still cannot believe that they lost. It's it's very very interesting. Um, it seemed to me like Nathaniel Hackett had some like some blanks coaching wise. Um, whether that's just rookie head coaching thing or nerves or whatever it is, um, it just seemed to me like he had some blanks. I don't know why to possibly win the game. We're not trying to maybe get five yards to get McManus into a more comfortable field goal range. Like, we're trying to set the NFL record and win the game at the same time. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, Melvin Gordon, fumbling the ball, goal line situations. Cannot have that. Cannot have that. Cannot have that. Um, I know Bronco fans, especially my dad, are there. I'm telling you, when Bronco fans are mad... They are mad. They are pissed off. And, you know, every so often, I don't do it a lot. um, I take my shots. I poke the bear a little bit. Um, And Malvin Gordon has Bronco fans really upset right now. And I get it. Cannot be fumbling the ball. Um, But even more so, you cannot fumble the ball in goal line situations. So, um, yeah, we got to address that. It's got to get fixed. Um, cannot have that. Not in this division. There's no, this is not a soft division at all. This is the hardest division of football, in my opinion. Uh, there are no gimme games, and you had a gimme game with the Geno Smith led Seahawks. You, this, this should have been a win. So um, I would say a few of the bright spots from the Broncos. Um, Bradley Chubb looked great. Um, Bradley Chubb looked like his rookie year again so that's awesome um, him and Randy Gregory can make a nice pass rushing duo if he stays true to what he did in the first game um, Russell Wilson obviously did his thing um, wasn't able to win the game but it is what it is um, it's cool to see him play it's it cool to see him be a Bronco it's, it's very uh, it's like really happened you know what I mean so it's now that, like the trade's finally done like Seattle can't just take it back the other thing about that game, um, Seattle was hurt about Russ. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. I understand. You know, he he had like kind of like a little LeBron thing, right? Um, you know, they're like burn Well, they do that everywhere. No matter what, you just burn your jersey. But LeBron chose to go to Miami. You know, came back to Cleveland. Everybody uh, hated him when he played for Miami. Uh, called up a bitch, Dan Gilbert the ho-ass owner of the cavaliers said a bunch of fucked up shit um about lebron so that wasn't cool but um, yeah russ kind of got that same treatment when he went back to seattle no love at all no love at all no love at all just tape all over his jerseys call him a traitor they were booing him from right out the gate seattle crowd obviously the 12th man um extra loud in this game and you know definitely made a difference um you know maybe that kind of causes some of that brain fuzz from a rookie head coach you know um you know playing in his first NFL game uh maybe that adds a little I don't know if it added trauma to Russ I'm sure it meant a lot to him um but you know he still hung out did the thing was signing Geno Smith's jersey exchange jerseys with the dude like um You know, Russ still did his thing, still did the nice guy thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, MVP of the night, got to go Geno Smith for sure. He played lights out in the first half. Uh, Struggled a little bit in the second half for sure, but played lights out in the first half. Um, So, yeah, kind of like low-key, I'm not as worried about the Seahawks. I still don't think they're going to be a super great team. I think they have a tough division and they have a tough schedule, so I don't think they're going to be the best, best team. I don't think they're going to be... The second best team in the NFC West, um, but they, you know, won't be at the bottom. They're going to fight for that third spot with Arizona. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens to the Seahawks. Um, otherwise, yeah, um, I can't really. I, I think that's pretty much it. You know, obviously, it's unfortunate when the Jets lose. Um, you never want to see that especially being a Jets fan, having all the hype going into the offseason. Um, you know, you, you never want to see that. But um, it is what it is, and we'll get right back to it. And um, like I said, we have a better opponent, in my opinion, next week with the Browns. We have an opponent that's at least comparable to us in the quarterback department which you need a good quarterback to win an NFL consistently. Um, Lamar Jackson's obviously much better than Joe Flacco, even the Ravens thought so. Uh, that's why he's a JIT. So, Buds. Um, otherwise, yeah, it was an interesting week in the NFL. A lot of big injuries, which is really, really sad, really upsetting. You never want to see these big-time stars. T.J. Watt, all these guys get injured right away. Um, you know, a lot of interesting games. That Packers game was crazy, um, you know. Uh, that's Dealer's, uh, Cincinnati game was crazy. There's a tie in the first week. Um, you know, all in all, it was just a, it was a wild, oh, the Giants randomly beat the Titans, you know? So, uh, Derrick Henry got knocked out. It was crazy. He, Derek please, be my guest. Go look up Derrick Henry getting Cade, because he did get K'd. He did get K'd on Sunday. Um... But, yeah, I mean, otherwise, I'm excited to see the Jets play the Browns next week. Uh, I'm not sure who the Broncos are playing, you know, but um, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll find out soon enough. Um, but otherwise, thank you guys again so much. I appreciate every single one that listens to you. And this has been the My Life Flight Show.